And I'm glad to announce that we have a coffee sponsor for the podcast. Brouhaha Roasters is a small batch artisan coffee roaster dedicated to providing the freshest roast. This company was started by three guys who love coffee, they're friends, and they always want to find the perfect blend, and that's what brought them together. Matt Snow, Pat Mahoney, and Aaron Halverson live in River Valley area, where we live, and in addition to being brouhaha craft roasters, they're educators, coaches, technology consultants, band directors, creating a diverse blend of life and roasting. I know these guys personally. I drink the coffee personally. They're right next door, the next town over in Spring Green, Wisconsin. And I personally like Buxom Blend the best, but they have many, many more flavors. Good Sumatran, Whirling Dervish. If you go online to the website, BrewhahaRoasters.com, you can get free shipping on all orders over 30 bucks. You can also sign up for a coffee subscription. I'd be sure to try to check these guys out if I were you on Instagram at Bruhaha Roasters and on Facebook at Bruhaha Roasters. I do want to mention their website one more time because they have a 10% off code for all Bruhaha coffee, and the code is Blacktop Banter. And you can find that again at Bruhaha Roasters.com. That's B R E W H A H A. R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Guys, if you want to bump your sales or operations of your company, I recommend you check out Top Contractor School. They offer different levels of live coaching in sales mentorship and operations mentorship. They also have virtual training with monthly elite memberships or annual elite memberships. They include a private Facebook group, downloads for reference material, and two 30 to 45 minutes conference calls per month and much more. I've been part of the conference calls. The nice thing about those, not only do you get the coaching and the insight from top contractor school, but you also get to network with other contractors, develop relationships with them, which also leads to more insight and more success. Check out the Facebook page for top contractor school. Check out the Instagram page at Top Contractor School, and check out topcontractorschool.com. Right now they have a code, if you're a veteran, for 50% off all training products. The code is VETS50, B-E-T-S 50. Check them out. If you need spray tips, I know the hookup, Liberty Supply. Liberty Supply is family-owned and operated, and every time you call, one of the owners answers the phone, and that owner fills your order. Making spray tips is their craft, but customer service is their passion. They've been serving the asphalt industry for over 29 years. But they don't just do spray tips. They also have an extensive product line to accommodate nearly any and all tool needs that we in the asphalt industry could need. And not only that, it gets to you in a hurry. They package it up, the owners package it up, and send it to you from the top down. Information is knowledge, knowledge is power, and the guys at Liberty are listening to the podcast and us so that they can keep gaining knowledge on what we want and need. If you want a free catalog, call Sam at 800-397-9907 or visit www.libertysupply.biz. That's libertysupply.biz. I get asked a lot about our Rye 30 crack sealant melter. It's been a game changer for us. RhinoWorks designs and manufactures portable crack sealing equipment, and they're the first in our industry to do it with an internal burner. The products they make melt rubber faster, use less fuel, 
and they nearly eliminate flameouts, and I can vouch for all those points. They're a proud company, and they take pride in the products being built on the contractor feedback. I gave them feedback. They used it, honestly, truthfully. They're on social media, so you can check them out, and they will interact with us as contractors. The safety, reliability, and production increases are enough that anybody should check them out if they're looking to upgrade or replace a unit. The units are easy to use. You can check them out at rhinoworks.com. That's R-Y-N-O-W-O-R-X.com. Or you can check out a video of Lee and I at the RhinoWorks booth checking out the Elite this year at National Paving Expo on the Blacktop Banter YouTube channel. All right, let's get going with the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Blacktop Banter. This is episode 11, and by request, we have some special guests. But I gotta give a shout out, first and foremost, like every other podcast, to John Freeman out of the Asphalt Seal Coating Coalition. He tagged me in a video and said, hey, get these people on the podcast ASAP, and it wasn't quite ASAP, but I did message them ASAP, and here they are. So I want to introduce Garrett Marlena from GNM Outdoor. You guys want to go ahead and introduce yourself, Garrett? You can start, and then Marlena, you can take. I'm Garrett Williams with GNM Outdoor Services. I'm Marlena Williams with GNM Outdoor Services. So is GNM Garrett Marlena? Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Now it's starting to make sense. It's all starting to come together. I like it. So, um, how did you guys get started, Marlena? You want to start? Yeah, so we are brother and sister. We're not married. <laughs> um, we get asked that a lot. We have worked for, we both worked for a national landscaper. They're big in our Minneapolis area. We both worked for them for a couple years. Knew it was always something we wanted to do, go on our own, but it wasn't, you know, we didn't know what the timeline of it would be because we're very young, probably some of the youngest in our industry. Uh Uh, So then from there, Garrett kind of went full time. Mm-hmm. right away by himself um, I was still working full-time at another different corporate job well Garrett then kind of we bought one truck and Garrett kind of took it from there mm-hmm. yeah so I uh, we put a down payment on a truck had a few thousand bucks saved up put a down payment on a truck did like a contract for deed for a dump trailer from a local guy and uh, basically had no work and we just dove into it full-time um, I had a few few referrals at a couple little jobs at first and then got those done by myself and then uh, we started advertising it on Google, got a website, got a home advisor, got a bunch of work, work started flowing in right away from that. It was just me basically from like July of 2017 till winter, put a plow on my truck, um, did landscaping up until then and then 2018 it was me and two other really good, really good guys throughout the course of the year. Um, we were able to keep as busy as we were always booked out a month last year. Um, and then it was, then this past winter, we had about 23 guys doing snow removal. Dang, and, uh, man. now we, we were originally planning to have, uh, about a dozen guys, 10 dozen guys this, uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, now I guess we're kind of playing by ear, see how things go, um, with obviously the, the white elephant or the elephant in the room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I got to ask a couple questions out of that one. So you guys are brother and sister. Do you get along? We've never had an argument. Or really? Season. So yeah. how did it go when, when you were like, who proposed the idea of starting this landscape business first? So I, I, 
always wanted to do it. Like I always wanted to kind of create the environment that I want to be in and other people want to be in that people cling to. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess like the, the other places that worked, it, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't really like the environment that I like dreamed of being in. Well, what about with Mar? Were you just like Marlena? Do you want to start a landscape business, or are you like, listen, I'm starting one, or and you're coming along, or would you like no. to come along? <laughs> Very joint. I don't. We don't really. We can't even really remember. <laughs> it was, it, it was kind, of like, it's kind of like I grew up doing the work. So like I was, I was really good at doing the work. Like I started doing it when I was ten years old. Yeah. So like, I, like I didn't grow up like playing video games or on my phone ever hardly. So like I grew up doing the work. So I've never been like really good like on the techie side, like in the back end. Like I've never been good at that. Right. Where that's all she's ever done. So she's really good at that. I'm really good at everything in the field. I'm super outgoing. Really like gotten a lot better at doing sales. So yeah. it's kind of like. So that that was my next question, Marlena. Was uh, are, is that your? I mean, are you guys both in your natural roles? You think, Marlena, in your business? Yep. So I just so happened to get an internship at a landscape company when I was sixteen. Our aunt was the office manager there, so I worked under her, and I just absorbed as much information as I could. Like they were a multi-million dollar company, so I was helping all the project managers, the office manager, the sales, the estimators, so I could. I absorbed a lot of information, not even knowing that now six years later we'd be here. But I worked in the office space, or I have worked in the office space since I was sixteen. So, wow. dang. So when you went from multi-million-dollar company to Garrett and a couple dudes, you were like, "This is a breeze." <laughs> uh, the first year, it was just me. It was like uh, she was working like on evenings and and weekends um, to do paperwork. And then it was just this spring, this past spring, 2019, that she came on GNM full-time. Yeah, so it'd just be, well, a week here now is my one-year anniversary full-time with GNM. Mm. So, but it's turned into, you know, when there's one Garrett and two guys, there's not enough to keep me busy. But when we have six full guys and sales and maintenance and marketing and social media and everything. Payroll, it's, it's, right, it's, finally you're not bored. Is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I was, we were hoping to hire somebody to help me this year. Oh, man. This is for the record, though. I, neither of us are ever bored. Only boring people get bored. That's true. Not, that is always, true. There's always things to do. Yeah, I would like to tell you that all that office stuff is very exciting to me, Marlena, but I have zero hair left because of all that office stuff. So um, in, enjoy. And I'm glad there are, I, I remember distinctly, I, I, I know I work with numbers all the time, and I remember distinctly in math class. We were doing Algebra 2, I believe, and a girl that was in class turned around and looked at me, and she and I was struggling, beyond struggling in math, and she turned around and said, I love math. And that was the moment I knew I would never, ever be good at this, and I would have to hire somebody out at, at some point to do it. So I, I understand your role, and I envy your role, and that's kind of, I think, what got us on track to starting uh, conversation and dialogue to create a podcast, because... In our industry, we're very hands-on. We're more like Garrett. We are all that strong too, but a lot of guys start these businesses themselves, and they're like, well, I gotta take this role and that role, and in our minds when we start, we just think, well, we're gonna do the work and get a check. And then you don't realize that there is a whole business side to this that we probably know nothing about, but in order for us to succeed, we want it. Yeah, I, a guy, a local guy, told me that. He's like, yeah, he always told me, like, there's a lot more running business than just doing the work. Which, like, yeah, there is. There's like doing the work is just like this much of it. Like, you got to get the work. You got to manage the work. You got to get guys to do it. Like, you got to get the equipment. You got to line all the materials up. You got to get them a receipt. You got to give them an invoice. You got to make change orders. Like, yeah. I mean, doing actual work is like this much out of a scale. This much. That guy was either only child or came from where there was only brothers in that family because he don't he didn't have a, a ace up his sleeve like you did. So, <laughs> I, I think. Um, no, I think it's great, and I, you, you, 
there's an old proverb I know that if you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. If you want to go somewhere far, go together. And apparently, you know, you see more success when everybody kind of diligently does their role. And if they can do it exceptionally, Garrett, I see you do your role exceptionally. Marlena, you see you do your role exceptionally. It creates a great synergy i never i've never used that word i've always wanted to so thank you but it creates a good synergy to kind of keep things going so for us um i can't say um either that's a hashtag with the podcast you can't say um so i'm, I'm gonna try not to say that but for us in our industry we don't always have that option as far as gelling there's i think the best advice I could give is obviously if you have somebody that's better at it than you and likes doing it, let them do it more. My wife doesn't like to do it as much as I would really, really hope she would. So I end up doing a lot of it too. And we kind of take a little bit of role, but this year we're starting on and I've asked people now to take on office roles coming up as we look to expand. What tips do you have, <clears throat> I guess, I, specifically in the office because that's kind of what was asked um, we know we work our tails off like Garrett does so we know how to do all that man I can change the oil I can change the tires I can maintenance the equipment I can go out and do sales I can do all that but the office stuff I can't barely I have 50 post-it notes all over this desk right now to try to keep everything organized what advice do you have, Garrett, as far as letting go of some of that stuff? And then I'll switch over and ask Marlena, what tips do you have for guys like me who can't let go of that stuff? Yes, I would say like like, like you got to allocate things to people that that really people just things to people that they want to do. You know, like like you said, like you want to pile much stuff on a guy who doesn't want to do. You know, it's not going to go great. He's not going to be excited about it. Um, I would say yeah, I think allocate things to people that they want to do that like they're excited about that they're ambitious to do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did this last year. Um, we had three or about four, four or five guys, 2019 in the field all the time where I would kind of oversee all them and like basically completely stepped out of, uh, of skid steer excavator. Yeah. Um, did mostly just the sales and oversee everything. Um, but then kind of like, to be honest, um, it was like, like when I started the business, like I did it cause I really liked doing the work and I wanted to create the environment I want to be in. But like, even just this last year, it, it wasn't like me doing the work anymore it's like me selling the work and <laughs> so now like, i'm to a, already to another position where it's like when i started i wasn't like oh i want to be a landscape salesman like that's not right. like, I, I enjoy doing it but that's like not all i ever want to do but i think that's necessary for growth oh you know, 100 yeah, eventually if you don't let go you're not going to grow any so yeah I, I realized that right away like okay as long as i'm in a skid steer i'm never going to get past this yeah yeah like you can make you make a good living off off on operating skid loader next year but like you're you're, you're never going to get past that, really. So I realized that right away. So that's basically when I got out of it, which was like hard for me to do because I love being in and around the equipment. Yeah, but you're so young. I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> almost the mid-30s. And I'm not, I haven't let go of it all yet. So I think you're ahead of the curve, especially for growth and what you guys are doing. So Marlena, what about you as far as tips for guys and gals? There's gals that own asphalt maintenance industries like us, too. So yeah. what tips do you have for as far as office goes? I know you guys said you use jobber correct we don't yeah. we don't use jobber but we do use a program called joyce and then we use a crm as well so i mean those things obviously help out but there's got to be some tips for you with all you juggle there at gnm our kind of one of our biggest things we've talked about is just creating processes and a lot of the processes that we create are probably too big for what some of the things we did last year like our processes were too big for the size of our company mm-hmm. but when we have 
just Garrett and one guy or Garrett and five three-man crews, this is how we do things. This right. is the process that we have. So that it's easy and the expectations to everybody are easy. So our foremen know what to do with the laborers. Like, it, this is our process. This is how we do things. When new people come in, it's more seamless versus they don't know what they're doing or what they should be doing or who should they be talking to. That's wild. So, so creating processes is kind of one of our biggest things. And then jobbers, I mean, that completely changed. We got that late late summer last year, and that really – it fixed the disconnection that I had to Garrett in the field. Really? To the so, I mean, it made – what? It made everything – Yeah, it was a huge <laughs> difference. Like, another thing to mention, too, is, like, uh, like anytime you use, like, a software like Java or QuickBooks, like, some guys use Service Outpilot. Um, like use like use that technology and like that that program like to its full extent you know because a lot of people if they don't know how to use it they're, they're unsure but oh this thing's junk it doesn't work that good it's like you know use it make sure you're using like you're getting full potential out of it for like what you're paying and also take when you're setting up infrastructure processes stuff like that always like don't just plan ahead so it'll work this week or you know don't just look ahead till this weekend look ahead next year and the year after like, okay where are we going to be are we is, are we going to get this all set up and then six months later have to get something else that can do more like yeah always, something you can grow into yeah something you can grow into yeah yeah so any software any process that i've created or well because that's what it is i've pretty much made everything up with the processes as we've gone that's but... what i do with the podcast i just make everything up so <laughs> yeah. i like that to, 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 to fit your needs and then yeah always to uh to you know to okay if you have five guys right now will this work when we have 15 guys or will it not wow. we've had we've had trial and error with it but we've been the big picture has been there and that's what's then set us up to we were hoping to have you know three to four clues this year if we have two only it'll our processes will still work the same yeah and the connection from the field to the office is what's really key yeah like me because i don't know what what the guys are doing every day i don't I don't know how to lay pavers. I don't even know what it, <laughs> like, but the connection of if anybody's familiar with Jobber, but of creating the work orders and then the field being able to upload pictures and notes and that type of stuff. So then if a customer calls, I can have that knowledge and I don't have to say, oh yeah, well, you got to call them because I have no idea what's going well, on. You have to hang up and call them and get back to them. So with that, I have more, I can see more what's happening or what did happen or that type of stuff. So with those systems, you, mainly overcompensate so you don't undercompensate and fall short you know so i think that's you know it's like sales you uh you know you over you don't over promise you know you under promise and over deliver and i think yeah. that's kind of the same thing with those systems that would be that advice is set it up so that you know you might be overcompensating now but if you really take on a workload you know a lot of people get overwhelmed and maybe those systems like that would play into it's, it yeah it's super easy to, to take on and to expand from there then at that point so and i think i got that from working at the huge company too <laughs> they had 15 different people in the office but i'm trying to be those 15 different people and i can right now with the way we have everything automated and set up so i kind of come from more of that mindset than just owner operator type thing so what are you gonna when are you gonna set up a training program so we can have people sent up there marlena to work with you <laughs> she's actually done quite quite a bit of that a lot of people have reached out hey how do i do this or that or you know yeah. how do i use job or how do i manage my quickbooks well if you yeah. ever go that route let me know and we'll do what we can do to get some people up there to you because i think it's uh it's a unique skill 
and it, if you like it the way you do um, people some people are naturals and maybe just don't have the way to organize the way you do or maybe some people are super organized but they don't have a knack for it yet I think maybe that would be you know people are getting paid to do all kinds of stuff nowadays guys so I think that would be something where you, you have some value let me know because I will send somebody up there I promise so when we come when we were talking about overcompensating for things I think we would be amiss if we don't talk about COVID-19. Uh, as we're recording this podcast, it's late in March 2020, and we're dealing with it, and we are dealing with some effects of it. We're in Wisconsin. You guys are in Minnesota. You guys are in a little bit more of a populated area than I am, but why don't we just go ahead and kind of let the cat out of the bag with that and discuss uh, how has it affected you guys as far as business-wise? Yeah, so last week I bid, well, I bid like eight, ten jobs just last week. Um, one lady signed like a $26,000 contract. Another guy signed about a $1,500 one. And then we're super close to getting another guy signed about an $8,000 job. Um, but like four people alone just on last Friday told me the exact same thing. That, yep, everything looks good. They want to do it. But they're in an uncertain time right now. So they're holding on to their money basically just to see where this thing comes from. Yeah. Uh, it's super weird. Like it's kind of like. It's like it's like drastic. It's like it has drastic impact on other people, and other people doesn't phase them at all. Like this guy, the one guy that, that signed last week for a job, he owns an IT company, has like 30 employees, so like they're booming because everyone's working from home. Yeah. So like he's doing really good. He's he's not concerned about it at all. And then you know there's other people that have lost their job. Last Thursday, my mom lost her job at the healthcare place she worked at. She's not management. Um, so it's like now it's like the niche of people that are spending money is like it's for me it seems like like people you know some people are worried about losing their job and even be able to afford their mortgage those guys aren't going to spend anything any anything unnecessary other people are like no problem yeah what about Marlena are you guys trying to streamline and keep overhead low as far as your business wise to survive because I have a feeling that maybe if you know as Garrett was saying you know some people are affected and some aren't but we're only a few weeks in really. Who knows how long it's going to go. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day that maybe the name of the game is just outlasting. And if you can outlast your competition, which I I hate to put it like that because I don't want to see anybody, you know, lose their business or lose their job, but maybe that is gaining ground by, you know, doing that. Have you taken any steps that way, Marlena, do you think? Yeah. So I went, it was Thursday, I went and audited all of our expenses over the last 90 days. What? We cut what do we not need what can we cancel all that like anything down to the dollar like, <laughs> like we, yeah. of course she did of course she did i couldn't imagine her doing anything but that sure well here's one thing and we saved almost 200 bucks a month all the guys' ipads we turned their data off so, so, they, can, so they, can, they can hotspot from their work phone that we're paying for or if they're home they can use their wi-fi so yeah. i saved 50 bucks a month times the three ipads just by doing that you know so going through all of our expenses that we could to then I think we came up, we are already going to save 1500 bucks a month Dang. to get um, through. And kind of came coming up with a cash, we have a cash flow forecast now for the next two weeks that I'll keep updating like every couple of days to so just cool. balance and, everything. And, and another thing too is like, uh, I mean, I, I was only, I was born in 2000, so I was only eight in 2008 when that crash happened. So I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't experienced it really, but I've talked to so many guys about it. Mm-hmm. So like from from the beginning, like I always want to prepare. Like I always always prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. So like I, from like from like ever since we started, like hey, we need to prepare for the worst. Like we need to prepare for a bad recession, recession. So we would do everything we could to to save money and then also to to and like pay off equipment. So like 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 all of our small equipment, like we have paid for like all of our plows, all of our trailers, like all like, like we don't borrow money to buy a snowplow or like skid steer attachment. Like yeah. 
we have and they got we have a couple other trucks that are very close to being paid off um so we had like you know like we were kind of set up to where if things got really bad you know we could sell one of our newer trucks pay off the other ones you know we'd be debt free we'd be good yeah um, like our skid loaders we, we lease one we bought a couple so it's like if we had to get rid of one skid loader we could have things got really bad but i don't i really don't foresee that happening we i foresee like we were planning on having two full-time landscape crews at least this year and one maintenance crew mm-hmm. now looking like one crew one 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 landscape crew of like four guys and then one maintenance crew as of now but yeah yeah i think that's kind of the name of the game at least for now with everything being so up in the air i mean if they come up with a a vaccine we won't even have to this conversation will be over you know what i mean but if not they might be asking marlena to come organize m95 masks and you know everything else to make sure we have enough for our whole entire country to, to work on she'll be in the white house before too long so it's kind of like you know, kind of just like yeah sit wait it out you know everyone might have forgot about this in in a month it might be it might be where this is a year deal and like you said you know, I, I can see a lot of like small businesses that are like really going to struggle with. Yeah, like you don't wish to find anyone. I'm willing to help anyone needs help, but it's like, but just like the reality of it. Yeah, especially with how booming everything was. You know, mm-hmm. people were taking out loans on homes and equipment because the market was booming and our economy was booming, and there wasn't like it was a steady, slow decline where you're like, man, it's starting to get rough. It just went. Yeah, so it was like. I, you know, like I said, I'm in my early 30s. I'm a young old man, so I have an IRA, right? And I was checking that bad boy a lot, saying, "Man, we're doing great." And after one week, I'm like, oh, "I'm not going to check that again for probably a year." <laughs> I, I was down like 20%. I'm like, "I'm not logging back in." That's what I did at 20%. I'm done, and I've been kind of eyeballing the needle, and it's in the red all the time. And I'm like, "I'm not even opening back up." I'm trying to yeah. stay optimistic. We're trying to stay positive, and that's why I'm I'm really glad you guys joined onto the podcast for this episode because I know you guys are positive and we're staying positive. I think we just have to and I I appreciate you being here and not shying away from the COVID-19 discussion but also giving us a distraction if if this is going to last a while. I think stuff like your YouTube channel which you you go, why don't you plug your social media real quick so I don't lose any of it before we're before we're done. Yeah, so we do at GM Outdoor Services on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, YouTube, Garrett Williams. Um, we're trying to promote the, you know, keep moving with YouTube and that type of stuff, and even just interacting with our customers on Facebook so they know we're there. And I sent out an email to all of our snow plowing customers just to thank them for the season and that we were going to be out pulling out our snow stakes, but just staying in good <laughs> communication with everybody, you know, with your customers so that they know that you're there. And we were at, we joined a there was a webinar last Thursday that a local business coach was putting on for every for all small businesses in the in our area, and just a lot of I don't, there is a lot of people still out there being positive and being yeah. supportive to each other. So we can't just look at the news saying that the world's ending. That you have to look at like finding a little win, like even several little wins each day or yeah. even each hour. Look at the diamond in the rough. I think so. I think what we're gonna do is make sure all of our equipment is maintenanced up, all of our loose ends in the office are tied up. You know, if we're all sitting there waiting, I heard somebody give an analogy of the horses in the gate. You know, at the Kentucky Derby, and they're all like ready to go once it gets going well what if one of those horses had a 15 yard head start and i i want to be that horse because if he hits the gate and they open it that horse is going to be out in the lead by a long shot i want to be that horse so i think staying busy you know doing webinars you know researching educating yourself um maintenance whatever you can do maintenances are going to be a big deal in your guys's industry and in our industry so we really look forward to sticking to it 
I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off. I want you guys to stay on because we're gonna do a selfie and it's gonna be the digital selfie. I'm gonna put it on Instagram. So I really thank you too for being on here. Um, if guys want to find you guys and chat with you, they can do that at GM Outdoor Services on Instagram, correct? Yeah. And, and then the YouTube, they can comment there. You guys yeah, have comments on. Just Garrett, Garrett Williams, yep, comments are always on. I'd love to, uh, like our social media, that's like one of my things. Anyone that knows me knows I'm huge on networking. So like, I, I, I hate when people watch my video, don't comment, don't do anything. It's like interact. Like The reason I'm posting this is to meet people, yeah. to interact with people, bounce ideas off each other. So it's like, don't be shy. It uh, makes your job fun. And for some, doing the videos and, and documenting your guys' journey makes what you do fun. And that's why, that's why I do it. It makes it fun. One day, um, when I, my boy's gonna look up and see it and be able to go back and be like, check out this old thing, YouTube. You know, they were on this thing, so. Yeah, YouTube is like, for me, it's like, it's a long-term deal. It's like, every time I post a video, it's not like a huge, oh, a huge benefit, but it's like, it's long-term. It's, yeah. it's, it's you, you never know what can happen in your lives and then to be able to look back on it, like, there's people that I would love to look back on their 20s when they were really grinding, you know, and then when they made it in 40s, when they when they were 40s, when they finally decided to come out of the shell, like, no, I want to know how you got there. So we really appreciate you guys having the content, putting it out there. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. I'm going to sign off and I'm going to modify it just for your guys' sake. I know I want you to, and I know GM Outdoor Services wants you to cut it, seal it, stripe it, and pave it. Peace. Guys, when I need stencils, I use Stencil Plus. They make all my stencils. They have the lowest price guaranteed with free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks, and they will make you a free company logo stencil. Free. They're very active on social media. They're always interacting. There's thousands of stencils to choose from that they already have, and they can create anything, any stencil that you need. They listen to us as the customers for what we want, and that's very important to me and my company. The other big thing is listeners of BB get 10% off their entire order when they use the code BB10 at checkout online. So if you put an order in for a thousand bucks and you use BB10, you're going to get a hundred bucks off your order. Crazy. Check them out on all social media platforms. They're very active, like I said, on all social media and will interact with you. Or you can go to stencilplus.com, check them out and put it in order. So I'm sure you guys have seen the 1-800 blacktop number plastered on the side of my pickup truck lately. That number comes from the 800 Pavement Network. That network is made up of over 200 leading pavement contractors throughout the U.S. and Canada who combined generate over a billion dollars in sales. You could join now if you'd like. You can get your own exclusive number, the rights to it, and it can help you grow your business. What you get from the 800 Payment Network is the most powerful, memorable, and effective marketing number tool in the industry. All the calls that go to that number go directly to you. You get the rights to the brand, and you can display your number however you'd like. You become eligible for the national account work through U.S. Payment Services. The 800 Payment Network has awarded over $125 million in national work to its members and is constantly giving out more and more projects to the members. You get exclusive access to all the network events, and you get the opportunity to learn and grow from companies like yours. Check them out on Instagram at 800 Pavement Network and online at 1800pavement.com.